Well, hello. You've tuned in to We Just Like to Talk. I'm your host, Becky. And I'm Ben. And this is a podcast for easy listening about hard subjects. And today's topic, we are looking back at our 2018. So this is our first time recording since we officially launched We Just Like to Talk. Woo! This is exciting <laughs> shit. Uh, I just think we should take a, a moment right now to uh, thank everybody who's liked our Facebook page, uh, talked about or shared our podcast, or listened to an episode or a few and given us feedback. Yes, all those uh, sweet text messages and the cheering on, like honestly has brought me to tears. It's been really sweet. It's really exciting and Mm -hmm. I mean we started the podcast because we like to talk to each other and we like having these conversations and we've both agreed that we're going to keep doing this podcast as long as we enjoy doing it for ourselves regardless of what kind of audience we have what our download stats are that kind of thing but obviously it's super exciting to hear people who aren't us talk about it We're, we're getting comments that are very similar comments from friends of ours or friends of friends saying things like, oh, we just love listening to the conversation that you're having and talking back. And I think that's really cool. Uh, I, th- I think it, from my perspective, at least, it sounds like we're setting out, we're achieving what we set out to achieve. Absolutely. Yeah. And then so, some too. Exactly. Uh, so thank you for listening and Please, by all means, if you do have any feedback, if you want to comment on anything we've said and add your voice to the conversation, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or our email, and you can get all that on wejustliketotalk.com. And who knows, maybe we'll feature your comment in an upcoming episode. Ooh, or maybe if you have an amazing topic, too, that you want us to discuss. Yeah, send us topic ideas. Yeah, do the the work for us, people, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay, so okay. this episode, we, we wanted to look back on 2018 because uh, for those of you who didn't notice, it's now 2019. But yeah, we're, we both had pretty eventful 2018s, I would say. I would say so too. Uh, so Becky, if you had to pick like, you know, a couple of things that for you are the, the most significant things that changed for you in 2018, what would you say are those highlights? that changed i i think i mean i think the biggest one as most of you probably know is that i moved to montreal in the summertime of 2018 mm-hmm. that was probably like pinnacle and the pivotal moment of 2018 mm-hmm. for me yeah for sure i mean that's a huge like moving in general is huge for anybody right and moving yeah. moving to a new city that you've visited previously but have never lived in for any length of time and moving somewhere with no sort of clear plan for what you'll be doing once you get there that takes a lot of courage yep i packed my bags with uh, no plan just a lot of faith in myself and and the universe and 
mm-hmm. been really great so far. What about you, Ben? What would you say is like, if you're just pick maybe like one or two moments, like what's what would you say is the biggest? Mm, other than starting a podcast with you? <laughs> yeah. I think that goes without saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> but 2018 has been interesting for me because I feel like there are very few things in 2018 that are new in terms of things I started. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely things in 2018 where I feel like things matured. Okay. You know, I bought a house towards the end of 2017, towards the end of the summer. Well, I bought the house earlier, but I got the house at the end of the summer of 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, And thankfully, I had a a wonderful person shop for furniture with me. (laughs) So thank you for that. But so I had the house for a little bit at the end of 2017, but it wasn't really until last year that I really got to make it my own to be in it for long enough you know go through a whole cycle of seasons with it and Mm -hmm. so I I got settled into my house and was able to celebrate a whole year there uh and it's it's been quite fantastic I've I've really enjoyed having this space of my own and especially having space in which to uh invite and host other people I'm I'm not a super social person and I remember when I was first talking about looking for a house, I was always telling people like, yeah, now I can finally be a hermit. I'm just going to go back to my house after work and just never talk to anybody. Uh-huh. And it, Joke is on you, my friend. Yeah, it didn't turn out that way. Instead, I, th- I think I've become more social because now it's my space. So I mm-hmm. can have people over when I want uh, and only people obviously that I want to have over. And I, I control the space, so I've got all my stuff there. I've got my tea there. I can, and I can kick you out whenever I want. So it's it's really nice to play the host. I enjoy it. Uh, I enjoy, especially my close friends like you, when you come over, and you lie down on that couch that we picked out together, which is ridiculously comfy, causes everybody to get sleepy. Um, but when you lie on that couch and you're cozy under a blanket and you've got yourself like a cup of tea or something or some dessert that we made together. And I ask you, like, is there anything else I can get you? And you're just like, no, I'm good. I'm just, that is the best feeling ever. And can I just say, like, man, that couch, shame on me. Because that couch is way too comfortable that I'll come, you know, if I come over around, let's say, like, 7. And I'm there till like, 11 or 12. Like, oh, man, that, if you're an ounce tired, you are, like, lulled to sleep because of that couch. That has happened to me too many times to count yeah yeah so obviously the house big deal in 2018 and then also just hanging out and spending time with certain friends so in terms of hanging out with you right other than starting the podcast we we started cooking together in 2017 and watching Buffy together and stuff but Mm -hmm. that continued into 2018 and obviously Mm -hmm. especially as we got towards when you were leaving for Montreal I think we really kind of kind of accelerated things we're like okay we really want to cook these more ambitious meals together and we really want to make the most of the time we have together and i i think from my perspective at least i just i i celebrated and tried to enjoy every single moment we had together definitely yeah me too and uh same thing with one of my other friends amanda we started watching doctor who together every single sunday uh, Mm in 2017 with a few exceptions and it's just become such a such a nice weekly tradition because prior to that i struggled with sundays i would kind of have a little bit of dread 
going back into the work week because as a teacher, right, you're even on the weekend, your time isn't always your own because you're, you want to plan for lessons or something. And no matter how much planning I did earlier in the weekend, Sunday night would roll around and I'd be looking at my computer going, am I really prepared for the week? And I would waste mm -hmm. my evening doing last minute stuff that I maybe I did need to do, but sometimes totally didn't need to do. I was just worrying myself. So having that regular um, hangout scheduled where it's like, no, I know that at a certain point on Sunday, I have to switch off and hang out with my friend and watch Doctor Who and maybe cook together or something. It's just, it's so reassuring and so relaxing. And it, mm -hmm. it's a nice way to end the weekend and a nice way to start off the week. Yeah, no, that's, that's such a great like routine that you have going. And it's a great way, like you said, to end and start the week. Yeah, so I feel like 2018, one of the highlights for me has been I have developed ha more habits, more routines, and mm -hmm. habits or routines that I started in 2017 that I've been enjoying, I've carried those into 2018, and I've worked hard to keep those part of my life, right? I've worked hard to make it clear to Amanda that, like, yes, I love watching Doctor Who together. Let's keep watching Doctor Who together. And with you, even when you moved to Montreal, I was like, that's no, there's no reason the Buffy train has to stop here, Becky. Let's mm -hmm. keep watching Buffy together, right? And mm -hmm. because I think it's really important for us to remember that if we are enjoying things in our life, we need to think deliberately about how can we continue those things or make mm -hmm. them even better. We can't just expect those things to continue on their own, and we can't just expect those things to get better on their own, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I when I had my one year blog anniversary I was like wow like I've had this blog for one year so I'm so proud of you thank you yeah I, I mean I remember when you started talk to, talking to me back when we worked at the art gallery about how you wanted to start a blog mm -hmm. you even had you even had a little book all about starting a blog and you were yeah. reading that and <laughs> can't believe you I, remember and, that yeah of course I remember it's, you wouldn't shut up about it <laughs> but <laughs> And, and it's it's not as if I ever doubted you. It wasn't one of those cases of, oh, she's always talking about how she's going to start a blog. She's never going to start yeah. a blog. Um, yeah. I never doubted you. But definitely when you did finally start the blog, right, it was it was one of those those cases of, wow, like she has finally started the blog. She's actually doing it. Good for her. Mm -hmm. And I, w I was so impressed. And I continue to be impressed. I think you need, you need to give yourself a lot of credit here because you have been working so hard on that. And yeah. I know it's not something that you, you're, you're, it's not really something you've monetized at this point and you're putting so much effort into it. So mm -hmm. good job. Thank you. That, that was like the sweetest thing I have heard. And, and I think like we should take more time to, to celebrate those things and the small things and, and the big things like your one year anniversary of having your house like that's huge that's amazing like that's an accomplishment and we should take time to celebrate either by ourselves or with our friends and and really like like soak it in you know mm -hmm. and reflect on it mm -hmm. for for some highlights and and i don't i don't know about you but uh we definitely did some pretty cool things in 2018 like doing a eight-hour hike up to the sleeping giant that was amazing sure <laughs> you're like yeah never again i no, i i need to tell this story i need to tell my side of the story which is yes when you invited me on this hike 
I didn't know it was that long. I thought this was just a couple of hours going up this rock formation we call the Sleeping Giant here in Thunder yeah. Bay. Yeah. And I, I didn't know until about the day before when you were like, no, Ben, it's a seven hour trip. And I said, oh, um, and I had already committed at that point. I wasn't going to back out. But I I was I was um shall we say displeased at that at that bombshell being dropped on me at the last <laughs> minute there, um and then also our mutual friend wasn't able to make it as well so right I only ended up really knowing you among yeah. the people who were going there which may be a little bit uncomfortable because I can get a little anxious among around strangers but I mean yeah it it was a fine trip I enjoyed it I had a great time never again Becky. Never No, again. and honestly, like, because towards the end, like, I think we were all dying because it was so hot. Our feet were, like, I've never felt my feet on fire like that before. And, like, your calves are just, like, almost, like, giving out. Like, your legs are just, just like, want to, like, buckle. And, you know, and, like, we're, we're fit. In, I think we were, we're all very fit individuals that went on this hike. It's not, it's not like we had any concern about that. But... It's just like, oh, when you're when you're about an hour away from the vehicle, it's just like you're in the desert and you're looking for water. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the subject of outdoor activities, I will yeah. say I really enjoy that you, again, kind of dragged me along to go ziplining. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. I would for sure do that again. Would you do that again? Yes. Yeah. And then also we both had... Uh, we both had some travel last year, which which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say probably one of my most favorite things about 2018 was getting to go visit you. Aww. Partly because I got to go visit you, but also because I got to see the city through your eyes. I'd never been to Montreal before, but I'm the kind of person who... It's not that I don't like traveling somewhere. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. really like the process of travel, per se. I don't like like flying and stuff. I, I, I'm fine being in a in a strange foreign place, but I I want somebody else there with me yeah. who helps me who helps me have reasons for doing things because otherwise I'm just gonna sit somewhere and read a book and I, I I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily able to motivate myself when I'm traveling. So I would much prefer to have a travel companion and you provided that for me and you got to show me all the things you loved about Montreal, and we also tried some new things that you hadn't tried yet, and I really enjoyed that. That was so much fun. I, you know, and I just even loved like that night that we just went to Little Italy, and we're like, let's mm-hmm. just go to any restaurant that we sort of like see and just want to try. And I love like how spontaneous it was, and just like we had plan, like we had like certain plans, but then. It was also very like loose and kind of just go with the flow, which I really appreciated and I I loved. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love how we we had dinner and then we had dessert, and mm-hmm. we were we had been talking about, well, oh, do you want to go somewhere? Like go out somewhere with music or something? And there was there being this little bit of this sort of expectation in my mind of just like, well, I'm in a, another city. I'm in Montreal. I should probably go out for the one Saturday I'm here, right? But mm-hmm. while we were having dessert, we were we just kind of looked at each other and mutually decided, like, no, like, we're kind of done. Let's go back to the Airbnb and watch Buffy. Yeah, um, like, let's just chill. Yeah. Like, that's that to me was just like, I was like, yes, like, let's just chill, please. Mm-hmm. I don't usually have this opportunity. And, and you are like, you're so chill. And we watched Ingrid Goes West, which is 
such a phenomenal movie. Oh, I was I was so happy to finally watch that with you. And and I th- I think sometimes I forget because mm-hmm. you are such an outgoing and energetic person and you do like going out and trying new things and being around people. Yeah. Sometimes I I do feel like I have this expectation or this obligation that I need to live up to that part of your life and that when I'm with you I need to be more enthusiastic about being social and going out and and I sometimes I need to take that step back and remind myself that actually one of the reasons we're friends is because you like the fact that I can be very chill and relaxed and that I can I it's almost like I enable you to relax mm-hmm Yes, absolutely. And sometimes I get really exhausted, like, always being on or or talking to people. Like, I think what's important is that I like you for you. And I don't want you to change, you know, like what you like, or Mm -hmm. what you would prefer doing just for me, you know? Right. But (laughs) and and I and I I never got the impression you wanted me to change. And nor did I ever nor did I ever really think I should change. That wasn't what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking, oh, I should change. Yeah. But I, I, I was, I felt... Just like a bit left out? Yeah, well, yeah. And I, I felt bad that I wasn't that way, right? I just... Right. It wasn't, it wasn't that I wanted to be that way. It wasn't like I was saying, oh, I need to change my life. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just was asking myself, like, why, why couldn't I be that way, right? Wouldn't things be better in my life if I were that way? Uh, which is totally not true. And, and you're right. We just, we need to appreciate ourselves more in that way. Um, but yeah, so I just, going to Montreal was such a highlight for the year. And it, it's, it's just, it's, I'm so thankful that despite the fact that you've moved away, we continue to hang out and spend time together. And now, now we have a podcast together. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's really great. One more thing that I loved about 2018 was that to kind of like end the year off on a on a high note, my friend Sarah and I took a very, very quick but very jam-packed three days of New York City and uh, we did a lot and I mean, I, I did a blog post about it and... She has a travel category now, people. Yeah, watch out, 2019. More traveling. We'll put a link to that blog post in the show notes for anybody who's interested. Ah, there we go. Yeah, so I mean, I I was a little hesitant because I was like, I don't know, it's going to be kind of expensive. But I'm like, you know what? How many times in my life am I going to go to New York around Christmas time and for New Year's? Like, probably never again. So, although never say never. Okay, so now that we've chatted about our highlights from 2018, we're going to now jump into what we hope for for this hopefully amazing year of 2019. So I'm not a huge fan of making New Year's resolutions. If they work for you, great. I'm not dunking on those. And certainly in the past I've made resolutions, but this year I didn't really make resolutions. I don't mind setting goals for 2019 or talking about hopes or aspirations. I just think that... Mm -hmm resolutions themselves don't really work for me personally. So one of the things I'm hoping for in 2019 is just that I get a little bit more stability. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping for fewer surprises. I'm hoping that I get back into a healthy and good routine and that I can get back to some personal projects that 
put on hold because I haven't necessarily had as much free time as I would like. Uh, I've got things around my house that I want to do, and I've got sort of more like hobbies that I want to pick up or, or spend a little bit more time on. So that's something I'm looking for is I, a lot of the times when people talk about their goals or their hopes for a year, they're like, I want to go somewhere or travel or I've got this very specific thing I want to accomplish. And I don't necessarily have any of that. I just I, I need things to be a bit more low key. Uh, if, you, if you're listening 2019, I just I need you not to throw any more hurdles in front of me. Save that for 2020, please. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm also looking forward to reading more good books, as always. I love reading mm-hmm. good books. But I, I think one of the things that I've been doing increasingly over the years is being a little more picky about what books I read. Not like, oh, oh, I won't read this type of book, but just there are books that I've had on my list for years now, and I'll go back mm-hmm. and I'll look at the book and I'll go, actually, I don't want to read that book, and I'll just read a different book, and that's fine. Uh, so I, I'm still very open-minded, and I read broadly, and I'll, I'll give books a chance, even if I don't think I'll like them. But at the same time, if I look at a book and I decide, you know what, I don't want to read it, I'm not going to read it. So I'm, I'm going to read more good books and, and be a bit more judicious in how I'm reading uh, try to read a bit more, bit more widely in terms of like reading books by, uh, I mean, I read a lot of books by women, but especially like reading books by people of color and queer mm. books and uh, thinking more about intersectionality. Cause I think that's, I think it's something that we can always do better on. Like, even if we're already doing a lot, we can always do better at listening to voices that are different from our own. So I'm, I want to do that a bit more. I think that's a very, I think all of all of what you said are very realistic and you are preaching to the choir my friend because as i as i mentioned 2018 had a lot of really great changes but i mean i'm a little exhausted <laughs> i think for me it's just like settling a little bit more and like i want to spread my roots yeah and and that to me that doesn't mean i don't want any new exciting experiences it's just i don't want every day to be like an unknown or kind of like a bit of a, a roller coaster you need a little bit more certainty in your everyday life so that you can be more open to the the new and the uncertain in your extraordinary parts of your life yep you nailed it on the head so absolutely like have a stable job continue living in my apartment with my roommates like and and there's so many great things like i, I feel like i'm finally like getting some friends in montreal and having like a bit more of a steady like social life here so yeah, I want to continue on with those things um, and continue on with a good routine of working out and yoga, meditation. And I think the one big thing for me is just like having like a set bedtime because, you know, sometimes I'm in bed by 1030 and other nights I'm in bed at like 1130. So just a bit more consistency when it comes to that. And obviously like continue doing the things that I love, like art and blogging and podcasting. Yeah, and just like continue having these really great friendships like yours and mine and just doing like the maintenance like and and I don't mean to to make it sound negative or like I'm not doing very much but like maintaining those really important friendships to me right Mm -hmm. yeah do a little bit of travel like not anything crazy I mean the two places I would love to go would be like Quebec City which is very doable and then maybe British Columbia in the summer but I can't make any promises because I don't really know like where I'll be or what I'll be like what's going to happen. So we'll see. Awesome. I like how you have a mixture of 
overarching goals, and then a couple of more specific goals. Yeah, thank you. I definitely agree when you were talking about podcasting, right? And because we, for, for those of you who are new to our podcast here with episode six. How dare you only tune into episode six? Yeah, go back, go, back and, and go back and listen to the... Re- we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. Okay, I think that's long enough. I, th- I think they've done it. Um, Yeah, so we, we started planning the podcast in the summertime and we recorded our first episode in September. So mm-hmm. even though we only launched at the end of December, we, we've been working on this for quite a few months at this point. So... It's been really exciting to launch the podcast and actually have it out there in the world and actually be doing it. Uh, and so I just I feel so excited for what this next year brings us in terms of the things that we try with our episodes, seeing what kind of audience develops around the show, seeing what kind of feedback we get, what are people interested in hearing, uh, which one of us do they like better. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I just I'm so excited because at this point it could really anything could really happen right and i am Mm -hmm. i'm open to that i just i can't wait for for more good podcasting and i know that we we both have topic ideas that we're super excited about things that we're both excited about um Mm -hmm. i just i just like talking with you so yeah any any excuse to do that yeah exactly any excuse to do that is just something i'm looking forward to in 2019 Mm, me too yeah I also, I just, I feel like I need to get a bit more balance in 2019. Uh-huh. I need, I need to zone out more. I need to switch off more uh, because I spend so much time switched on sometimes that I get obsessed about and I fixate, fixate about things that I shouldn't. Yeah, I think, I think that's a really great goal and I think it'll just help you in the long run, you know? Yeah. Okay, so let's finish things off by just reflecting a little bit on how we've grown over the past year and and also share with each other the things that we've noticed in each other's growth. I feel like more zen than I used to and that's probably because of meditation. But yeah, like I feel like I before like even like really small things would just like bother me and now that I'm like maybe taking care more of like my mental health, I feel like yeah, just more at peace, just good, I would say. Yeah, I've I've definitely noticed that in you because before mm-hmm. you moved to Montreal, and I would often comment about this somewhat jokingly with you, but you're like an energizer bunny and you're just you're you are go go go. Like there would be days where we we had planned to cook dinner and you would text me and say, "Okay, I'm coming over at this time." But first Mm -hmm. I'm doing this and this and this. I'm going to work out and I'm going to pick this thing up and I'm going to drop this thing off. And I'm looking at this text like I just got home from work and I'm exhausted. I'm not going anywhere (laughs) else today. It just the sheer amount of stuff you crammed into your days boggled Mm -hmm. my mind. And I've I've noticed that you've been better at slowing things down and, and not putting so much into every single day. Thank you. Yeah, I think moving definitely helped because it's like moving to Montreal... I feel like has sort of forced me to take things a little slower. Although it could be easy to sign up for a bunch of things and still do a bunch of stuff. But I think because I don't have as big of a social network here, it's way easier to say 
I mean to say yes to someone here because it'll be like, you know, maybe every like second day or, or whatnot. Whereas like in Thunder Bay, it was like every single night doing something. And sometimes like even before seeing you would be like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk with this friend and then come see you or mm -hmm. talk on the phone with someone. And then also with moving, I think like, as you know, lots of adulting going on or at least I'm trying, like cooking and what else do adults do? <laughs> Laundry. Laundry, yeah. What Learning how to work a thermostat. Oh my God, still not that good at it. I'll figure it out one day. And the last thing that I would say would be that I feel like I'm more emotionally intelligent, like I'm more in tune with my emotions and maybe like, a little bit more aware of like how other people are feeling as well. Do you feel like you're a little better at accepting your emotions and not judging yourself for what you're feeling? That and also like not just, uh, and I think we all do it, but like numbing our feelings mm -hmm. uh, or like sweeping them like under the rug and being like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to feel that right now. I'll mm -hmm. feel it later. I think that's a really great point. Mm -hmm. I want to, I, I do want to share one other thing that, I feel like I've grown in 2018 with, and also just like a highlight of 2018 would be, yeah. Um, I th I think I have become a little bit better at being a bit more social in in what I would consider the right ways. Right, I'm not necessarily more outgoing. I don't really. I'm still still working on the small talk, but I've become a bit better at being more social. And I think a, that's a large part is in is due to your influence. Aww. And one thing that I've really enjoyed that surprises me is how much we talk on the phone because mm -hmm. I don't really enjoy talking on the phone. I like texting because I'm pretty good at, at writing and conveying a tone in my texts. And I, I know most people don't like that aspect of texting and I get it. So so for me, phone chats have always been a, a second class citizen. I've, I've never really loved chatting on the phone, but we kind of started doing that over the summertime while you were working on your job and you'd call me after work while you were walking home. And it just turned into this thing where it's like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this pretty much every single day now. I never thought I would be the kind of person who would love chatting on the phone with somebody every single day, but I really do like it. And I think that it has helped me. It has made me more comfortable talking to people in general. And of course, I also really enjoy that it's now an aspect of our friendship. So Thank you for helping me with that, even inadvertently. You're very welcome. <laughs> no, no, but really, like, I think, yeah, I, I could definitely see that you've grown in that aspect as, as well, for sure. I feel like you're definitely better at, like, just going with the flow because I know sometimes I can be, like, all over the place and that can be a little frustrating for you and for a lot of my friends, I'm sure. You know, you've told me, like, Hey Becky, like if you're gonna be like longer than what you've said you're you're gonna be, like maybe give me like a bit of a heads up so that I know. Like just so that I can either do something else or I'm not like waiting on you. So I think that's and I think that's totally fair. So definitely that and definitely like trying new things, doing that hike with me. Like you could have you you had every right to say, Okay, well I didn't realize it was gonna be eight hours. You could have easily been like, you know what? this hike isn't for me and I, I would have been okay with it but I was very impressed that you that you're like you know what no I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make the best out of it 
and you also did zip lining, which is amazing. And I think you've gotten to be like more compassionate with yourself and uh, more self-aware of what you need. Um, so I, I've definitely noticed that in you that you've you've taken more breaks for for yourself in a very positive way. Thank you. You, you know you know that I'm trying to impress you, right? Oh. <laughs> like like when you talk about me going on the hikes and the zip lining and being more open to things and I really appreciate the compliments and when you say that you're impressed I'm happy because not the, that's not my only reason for doing those things I certainly do want to have those new experiences but there there is also a small part of me that's like I want to impress Becky and Aww. I don't feel bad admitting that now in the past I think I was one of those people who was you know, a little bit more aloof and, oh, I'm too cool to want to impress people and I don't care what people think of me. Right. But that's bullshit. Uh, we all care what people think of us. Uh, yeah, to but, some degree, for sure. Exactly. The, the point is you shouldn't you shouldn't care so much about what people think about you that you do things just to conform, especially if they're very poor decisions. Yeah. But the point is to care what the people you care about think about you right and because you're somebody i care about so deeply and you're one of my closest friends i care about what you think about me and i i and i do want to impress you i'm not going to go out and try to impress somebody i've just met or you know a casual acquaintance or something but somebody like you i'm like yeah i, I want to be impressing becky because her opinion Aww. of me matters a lot to me and i want you to come back to me and tell me like i'm proud of you and i think you've been growing and if you're not doing that then i want mm -hmm. I, if i and if you don't think i am i want you to tell me that because if 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 you don't keep me honest, who will? I'm going to keep that ego in check and I'm going to keep you in check for sure. Thank you. <laughs> I, I also think that you've, you've grown in terms of how you discuss your friendships, how you look at your friendships. Hmm. Because I can remember there were a few, there were a few times in 2018 when we would, we would be talking about our friendships with other people. And mm -hmm. asking each other questions and, and working through things that we were going through. And I just remember thinking, like, you had definitely grown in, in terms of how you approached dealing with either conflict or even just moments of awkwardness. Mm. You've become so much better at wrangling your feelings about your friends and asking yourself, how are my friends making me feel? Mm -hmm. And is the way they're making me feel, if I don't like it, is it worth doing something about it or do i just move on from it and i think that's come up several times in the past year for you at least mm -hmm. that you've mentioned to me and i mm -hmm. think each each time you've shown that you are you're so much more aware and attuned to what you're feeling and also to what approach to dealing with that situation will have the best outcome for you as well as your friend damn couldn't have said it better myself i think that's fair to say and also like I want my friends to be honest with me as well. Like if I have said or done something that they aren't okay with, like, yeah, tell me. Mm -hmm. And I want to I wanna be able to deal with that. Would I have said that in the past? Probably not just because I didn't really want to like mm -hmm. deal with stuff like that. Not because I didn't care. But yeah, for sure. Wow. Good observation. Thank you. And yeah, I mean, and this is not, this is not anything that you've grown at. You've pretty much always been this way for as long as I've known you, but... I, I do. I one of the, one of the qualities about you that I admire the most is just your your utter honesty when it comes to 
being displeased or upset with a friend, right? And just, Mm. I I would prefer you tell me, Ben, I don't like what you're doing. I'm annoyed with you. I'm frustrated with you. Ben, you crossed this line. Ben, I just don't want to talk to you right now. Like, I would prefer that. (laughs) And it doesn't happen very often, which I'm happy about. No. Definitely, it it happened a couple of times last year. And... (laughs) Uh, and every single time, of course, it felt bad in the moment because, of course, I felt bad because I'm not an I, I, because I'm not an asshole. I feel bad when I screw up, but so it felt bad in the moment. But yeah. afterwards, I w- I was always grateful that you said something in the moment. You said something then, rather than sweeping it aside, burying it for it to like come back three weeks later. And you're like, you just said that that one time, and it made me feel bad. I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like no, you, you you dealt with it in the moment, and you told me how you how it was making you feel. And I just I really respect that. And I I think it's one of the reasons why I open up to you so much, and I I'm, I want to mm. be your friend so much is because we have that really healthy straightforward relationship Mm-hmm. yeah definitely mm-hmm. all right so thanks for talking to me about your 2018 becky and your hopes for 2019 same with you yeah i hope our listeners have enjoyed hearing our somewhat personal discussion hopefully it's still interesting to people we'll see we'll see how things go a year from now hopefully yep. we're still doing well, hopefully we're still doing the podcast and we can look back at 20 2019 and see how that went yeah uh, Maybe I'll pull out quick clips from this show and we can laugh at how naive we were. I would love that. That'd be hilarious, actually. Yeah. So next episode, we are going to do a whole episode about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because you've you've heard us mention this before, but both of us like Buffy. We've been buddy watching it together over the past year and a half or so. This is by no means the only episode we're going to do about the show because we have a lot we would like to talk about when it comes to Buffy. But this will be our first Buffy episode. So if you have any ideas about what you would like us to say about Buffy, or if you have a a favorite Buffy memory or a favorite thing about Buffy that you'd like to share with us, Becky, how can people get in touch with us? So you can find us at our website, www.wejustliketotalk.com, and there you will find all of our social media and our emails to contact us further. And please make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and anywhere else you can find podcasts. Leave a nice rating. And yeah, let us know what you think. Always. Excellent. Well, thank you for talking with me, Becky. It has been great as always. Love it. And I continue to talk and bothering you in 2019. So every single day. (laughs) Wouldn't miss it for the world. <laughs>